Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of office printers and copiers. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, Stoffer joining you in Oilers now. 630 Chad uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands. Printers at big savings. Digitex supplies. Digitex, the title sponsor of Oilers now. Brandon, I love that song. I'll be honest. That is one of my favorite U2 songs of all time. And I thought of you. I, I know the song has nothing to do with sport. But uh, singing a new song, the Washington Capitals last night. They got it done uh, in an impressive fashion, too. They dominated that game. First goal, man. Remember we talked about uh, yesterday about the Car- Carolina Hurricanes. Weather's up uh, when we had Al May on the show. Edmonton up, uh, you know, had rallied from a 3-1 deficit, tied the series 3-3. Looked very confident uh, at the morning skate in Carolina for Game 7 of that Stanley Cup final. And an early goal from the Hurricanes, and the Oilers were a bit on their heels. And last night we saw firsthand... The uh, Capitals, a big hit, a big goal, and they were off and running, and they are indeed singing a new song back in the Stanley Cup final since the first time since George McPhee took him as general manager way back in 1998 against the Detroit Red Wings where they were blown out. They got a way better chance this year, though Vegas is installed as a favorite. What a year, so many storylines. But for you, for you, the long-suffering Washington Capitals fan, <laughs> what does it mean 
to sing this new song? Well, it's pretty exciting, Bob. It's new for me, and it fits into that song as well. But I'm mean, a Bengals fan and a Capitals fan. They always seem to lose. So uh, they still have some work to do here. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, but uh, it feels pretty good. And uh, you feel you feel happy for Ovechkin because he's the reason I became a Capitals fan in the first place. When I was playing hockey as a kid, I always wanted to be like him. I was like, okay, Wow, Ovechkin. you're young. When I was playing hockey as a kid, I grew up well, wanting to be Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> well, I was 12 years ago, right? And I was still playing. So it was exciting. And uh, he set the tone early, scored that goal. In game uh, six, he set the tone as well. Uh, big hit, a big scoring chance early. And I think everyone sort of settled in after that, and the Capitals rolled from there. So it was impressive to see just how this team has, uh, you know, where they've come to to where they were last night. Because you look at last year in Game 7, they didn't score first against the Pens. They were shut out 2 nothing. Last night you talked about them scoring first, and they seemed to calm down and uh, play a Who solid team game. shut them out last year, oh, that's Mark, Yeah, that's the terrifying thought, because that's Marc-Andre Fleury, who they'll now meet in the Stanley Cup final. There is so much to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now. By the way, uh, Mark Spector, uh, we gave him, uh, we, we flipped Tuesday and Thursday shows around a bit because Speck had uh, wrapped up uh, covering three rounds of the playoffs, so uh, Stoffer and Spector today, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, HRA Live Race in North Northlands Park. Uh, that'll take place uh, on uh, Saturdays and Speck will come in. we got a lot to get to. We're going to talk a bit about uh, uh, the Washington Capitals, uh, about Alexander Ovechkin, about whether or not we judge North American players differently than we judge European players, whether or not we judge Russian players differently than uh, we judge Swedish players. We are also going to hit on uh, today's edition of Letters Now. Did you see this quote from Steve Kerr, the head coach of Golden State, about the uh, NFL's new anthem role? Here's the quote. It's just typical of the NFL. They're just playing to their fan base, basically just trying to use the anthem as fake patriotism, nationalism, scaring people. It's idiotic, says Steve Kerr. But that's how the NFL has conducted their business. I'm proud to be in a league that understands patriotism in America is about free speech and peacefully protesting. Our leadership in the NBA understands when the NFL players were kneeling, they were kneeling to protest police brutality, to uh, protest racial inequality. Uh, They weren't disrespecting the flag or the military. But our president decided to make it about that, and the NFL followed suit pandered to their fan base, created this hysteria. Uh, it's uh, Steve Kerr goes on to say, it's kind of what's wrong with our country right now. People in high places are trying to divide us, divide loyalties, make this about the flag as if the flag is something other than what it really is, which is a representation of what we're all about, which is diversity, peaceful protests, right to free speech. It's ironic, actually. So, pretty interesting comments. The whole, I'm going to talk, when we bring Speck in, so we're going to, obviously, there's lots out on the Oilers coaching front out there as well about, uh, you know, how close we are to a potential announcement. Uh, multiple people, Glenn Gullitson and Trent Yanni have been out there for literally weeks. Uh, Manny Vivrios, the fact that other organizations are telling people that uh, uh, they are out on him. Uh, so, that's just taking us down a different direction. We'll talk about. Uh, a, a change in the makeup of the Oilers coaching staff moving forward. Not that anything's official yet, but inevitable that something's going to get made official here uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks. I, I will mention that Oilers general manager Peter Shirelli 
is currently in competition committee meetings. And then next week, uh, the Oilers scouting staff is at the uh, Combine. I'll be heading down to the Combine next Thursday and Friday. So that might push things back into the first week of June. But uh, So we'll talk a bit about uh, coaching. We're going to talk a bit about the playoffs uh, and the Capitals and, and maybe if this changes the perception of how some people see Alexander Ovechkin. Because to be frank with you, Brendan, it's for me, it's always been hard not to like Alexander Ovechkin, right? Like, hey, Sidney Crosby's a great player. So is Alexander Ovechkin. Um the Penguins, do they have better goaltending? Did that play a factor in why they beat Washington in a bunch of those series? I think you can make that argument. Well, Holtby has never played this good. Right. And this he, is the first time the Caps have actually had solid goaltending in and, the playoffs. And he got spurred because he got sat for the first couple games, and that got his competitive juices going. And they also decreased his workload down the stretch. So, uh, we'll t- But we'll talk a bit about the perception of of how people do people, you know, do media treat... Russian players differently than they treat Canadian players. I mean, I I put a tweet out today. I know you saw it and kind of chuckled, but I I meant what I said. Um, I had a guy uh, Tyler uh, Hupka uh, tweet me and ask basically. The direct comment was based upon the current rumors of the Oilers hiring Gullitz and Yanni and Viveros as uh, Viveros as assistant coaches. Should we be wary of the idea of the Oilers of replacing the '80s Oilers old boys club with the Saskatchewan boys club? And my retort to that was, um, we'll wait on the Oilers to verify the coaching staff. But as every Albertan can appreciate, you rarely go wrong hiring somebody from Saskatchewan because they know how to work. And, they, you know, I could have added another point to that. They tend to be very conscientious as well. Like, I have some perceptions about from working in, in past industries. Like, I found people that, worked, that came from northern Alberta or from Saskatchewan worked harder than the BC Interior kids when I used to work in a couple different industries. That's just how I perceive things. And, and you know, agents will tell you, you never go wrong with a guy from uh, a, a place that starts with the letter S, like Sweden and Saskatchewan. Those are usually your lowest maintenance clients. They're the guys with the least amount of chaos. They tend to have the least amount of chaos in their life. So there's different perceptions out there. We'll talk a bit about Ovechkin. We're going to talk about it, but just do you care if there's anthems before games, Brendan? To be honest, no. <laughs> like, do you think maybe we need to get to the point where we don't have anthems before games? Like I, I think it sets the the stage a little bit, and uh, when you're you're in Rogers' place for an Oilers playoff game, and you you hear the anthem and how powerful it is, it's exciting. But at the same time, during the regular season, I'm like game 55. I'm like, does it, do we really need both anthems before the game? I don't know. You can text us at six thirty six thirty on our Westlock Ford text line. Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. I personally like the anthems. Okay, let's establish that right now. And, and in fact, one of the things that Jack Michaels and myself rarely agree on because we have some philosophical differences but one of the things we tend to agree on is we like the same type of singers um the guy in chicago is unbelievable uh i mean he brings it he's got a big voice and uh, the delivery for me is perfect and for those of you that have been privileged enough to go to a game in chicago people talk about all oh, vegas vegas had the best in-game experience ever I got news for you. There's one team in the league that does it better, and that's in Chicago. And not everybody that's going into the building in uh, Chicago. Like, when you go to Vegas, 
you go there to have a good time. You're letting loose. It's an adult place for the most part. Usually there's some adult beverages that are served. You are in the mood to be entertained. It's a completely different experience than when you're trying to find a parking spot at minus 25 at Edmonton in January, right? So you're more willing, and in many cases, you know, you probably had more uh, than maybe at a home game at, at Rogers Place. But for the people who think, oh, it's the best experience I've ever had, if you've ever been at the start of a game in Chicago, I can tell you from a broadcasting perspective, Chicago and Montreal, for me, are every bit as good as what we saw in Vegas this year. In fact, some of the stuff that they did in Vegas, to me, reminded me of some minor league stuff. But in terms of the anthem singing, I mean, the heck, playoff stuff in Vegas have been great, though, with the night. Yeah, they, they, they did. That's unbelievable. They, hey, they, they conveniently did not say the words True North in the first of the two anthems that they sang against the Jets. Like, should you not sing the words to the national anthem of a country? Instead, they avoid, and I think they recognize that because they had the words true north in the second. So we'll talk a bit about anthems. Like, do you not care about the anthems anymore? Do you think that, uh, like, the thing with the NFL, I I, I just, I kind of see, I I, I hate being neutral in Switzerland, though Stauffer is a Swiss-German last name. Uh, But I kind of see both sides of the conversation on it, right? And I tend not to be like that. And if, I mean, good radio hosts tend to take a side on these matters. But I understand the people that want to see the, you know, the anthem and the flag and the song respected the right way. But I'm also a believer in free speech, and, and free speech works both ways. You know, what happens sometimes is when the left pushes too hard, and you have to think like me. See, they, they don't like the term left-wing redneck, but there are lots of left-wing rednecks out there right now that are every bit as... or. Don't ever use the term alt-left. Don't kid yourself. There's some alt-left types that are every bit as narrow-minded as the alt-right types of guys that they like to make fun of. So, um, but when it comes to when it comes to the anthem, like I can I can understand both sides of the argument here. In terms of the actual singers, I like a specific type of resonant tone, and I think it needs to be taken seriously and done well. Like I'll give you an example: the guy in Boston, Rene Rancourt, can't stand him. Cannot stand him. It's not about you. And it's about him when he sings. Cannot stand him. Okay? Uh, Roger Doucette, pretty good. The guy in Chicago, what's what's the uh, singer in Chicago's name? He, I'll get you to look. Just just look up Chicago hockey anthemist. Oh, man, I can't believe I forgot his name. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing my touch. But uh, he's the best guy in the league. And it is not uh, Jim Cornelson. Uh, is his name. He's the best guy right now in the Nash. I think he's the best guy, period, in the major four professional sports So, in, in North America. Give me your thoughts. Texas at 630, 630. Uh, you don't have to agree with me. Speck and me don't agree on every issue as well. We're also going to talk about, hey, should there have been a major penalty called last night and a hit from behind there on by Cedric Paquette? Yeah. How's that not called? Yeah, that was pretty bad. I, you know, Speck's going to say, well, he shouldn't have, uh, you know, uh, Orpik shouldn't have turned back. It'll, eh. he, he pounded him from behind. Yeah. Part, and did they manage the the game at that point as well? Where's a little a little bit of game management? So we'll have that conversation. Lots to get to coming up on today's edition of Oilers. Now uh, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 
at Nazareth, August 10th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. Uh, again, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, HRA, live racing at Northlands Park. When we come back... We need to mention our title sponsor first, Bob. We did mention. I got it in right away. Oh, did you? Okay, well, I, I, I wanted to jump in at that point because... Okay, okay, wait. So again, Digitex is our title sponsor, yes. Hugh Porter and the gang. So tell a story here. Did we did we make a little <laughs> wager here? Yes, Hugh uh, has issued a challenge. He uh, wanted to make a bet with me today, and I accepted. He was cheering okay, for wait Vegas. A sec- oh, wait, wait a sec here. So Hugh now is going directly to the producer of the show... <laughs> <laughs> and not the host of the show. Cute. All I know is I'm a Caps fan. Okay, so what's what's the challenge? Well, it's a night out on the town. The loser pays for everything. So I know he likes to drink and eat fancy. So hopefully the okay. Capitals well, get the job that done. Bad on? Why not? Oh, one guy who owns a company that's <laughs> yeah. got locations in in Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and Alberta, and another guy's plying his trade, working his way up in the embryonic stages of his broadcasting career. I'm that confident, Bob, in the Caps. So you're taking the Caps? Yes. A night out on Hugh would be great. I'll enjoy every okay. second of that. So, uh, all right. I, I, you're taking the Caps? Yeah. Okay. Let me think about it. <laughs> Maybe you want to get on the bet, too. You could, we'll go half-seas against uh, Hugh Porter if uh, we go out on the town, if the Caps lose. So take the Caps. All right. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Caps. I, you know what? I want the Caps to win. When we come back, we're going to get into about last night, yes, the Demi Moore Rob Lowe Classic from 1986. And then we'll get to NHL today for our friends uh, Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear, this is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Pro-Am Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Brennan, when the Edmonton Oilers win the Stanley Cup next year, that's the song that I want being piped out on the ice. How's that? At Rogers Place. Very quickly, let's get to some text, courtesy of Westlock Ford. Uh, here we go. Just noticed, uh, oh, wait a sec here, that's not the one. Uh, Mitch has texted the show to say, Bob, I personally like it when Carrie Underwood does the anthem. Well, there's that argument as well. Here you go. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, this text comes in. Caps don't have a chance. Jets were the best bet to beat Vegas, but the Caps might just get swept. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Dale in Lethbridge says, Bob, I'd be happy to have anthems taken away from pro sports leagues, but the feeling in the rink during the anthem in 06 was amazing. Uh, Michael says, Bob, yes, we should keep the anthem. It is respect. Uh, next up, people will say get rid of the handshake at the end of the game. Uh, out of Lacklebish, Lac- uh, this text comes in. Bob, what kind of show is this? Dr. Phil on ice? Wow. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. 
We'll get to more texts a little bit later on. Two about... What about this one quickly from Jack? He just texted both of us. Jack Cookson. You can't say that. That's... You can't... That's not a text that comes... All right, what's he saying? Why not? Go for it. What's he saying? He sponsors the podcast, so there we go. All right, what's he saying? BU has certainly learned from the master, Bob Stoffer. Reverse curse, dumb bets, the rich get richer. He will eat for free. Credit, though, to Brendan for being able to rope Bob into paying half of his sucker bet. Uh, oh, there you have it. All right. <laughs> don't, hey, don't give away the secrets behind the curtain there, brother. You know what I'm saying? Here we go to about last night. Washington uh, jumping out one nothing early. John Walton with the call on an Alexander Ovechkin goal. A hit at center as Kunitz was hit shoulder to shoulder by Tom Wilson. A hit on the right side, and now Kuznetsov across to Ovechkin. He scores! He scores! One minute and two seconds into game seven. The great eight has made it one. Nothing. Washington. Capitals uh, got one from Burakovsky to make it 2-0, and then Burakovsky strikes again. Tampa pinching a little bit. Now the puck ahead to Burakovsky. Andre coming down the middle. A shot. He scores. Andre Burakovsky does it again. He got behind the defense, and he kept it low. 3.29 to go in the second, and you can see Nevada from here. It's 3-0 Washington. To the final seconds of the game, the Capitals broadcaster John Walton a little bit excited. Well, this is it with 7.3 seconds to go. The pain and anguish that so many of us have felt over the last 20 years and throughout the Ovechkin era. The puck drops. Beagle winning the draw. Back out to center. And that is going to do it. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, Tampa Bay. The Washington Capitals are the 2017-2018 Eastern Conference champions. And so he should be excited. Alexander Ovechkin, can we get to, we got time for, uh, you know what, we'll run that a little bit later on. Let's get to it. It's NHL Today, brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. Capitals and the Golden Knights, I know that's who you had for the Stanley Cup final at the start of the year. Game one goes Monday night in Vegas, puck drop 6 p.m. You can hear all the Stanley Cup final games right here on 630 Jed. San Jose make it official today. Evander Kane, seven-year deals, AAV, $7 million per. Toronto Maple Leafs have hired X. Canucks executive Lawrence Gilman as assistant GM. Acne Bathurst on to Sunday's Memorial Cup final as a result of Regina beating Swift 6-5. Cameron Habig Oilers prospect, a goal and assist. Not a great performance from Stuart Skinner. Uh, looked a little bit fatigued uh, in terms of getting across on some of those one-timers. Sam Steele, five assists. I'll say this about Swift. They went down swinging. They kept on uh, Literally, uh, they lost three one-goal games. They lost their best player, Tyler Steenbergen, for the tournament. That was a killer early. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta.